Welcome back to Shy Town Pucks. I'm joined by my co-host Kyle. How's it going, bud? Hey guys, what's going on? Sweet. And we actually have a third. A, what do we call it? A, a throuple tonight with our buddy Jordan. What's going on, bud? Oh, it's it's. I'm I'm welcome to be back on my uh, as a co-host. <laughs> Dan, that was as right at the heart, but well well earned and well deserved. But no, it's good to have you. We're doing it live. We don't have topics yet, but we're going to do it live as we record. Who wants to go first tonight? Jordan. What are you bringing to the table? Okay. Two questions. One of them's a two-part. In the Kane Taves era, so season 08 through, let's say, 2015, so since the third cup, what is your highest moment as a Hawks fan? What is your lowest moment? And then the trick part of it is what is your highest moment, but regular season only, no playoff events. Kevin, I want you to start. So easy till you put that third trick in there. Okay, go, Kevin. Well, I'm going to start low. I, I think for a lot of us, it's the Q day, the Q firing. That just sucked. Do you disagree? I didn't. I didn't see that answer coming. That's not a very, like, I feel like there's some worse days, but tell us all about it, Kevin. What? Wait, actually, no. I'm going to give you shit for this. That was like it's a hard too easy. day, but that wasn't like I know. rip my heart out. I thought the Hawks were going to win a Stanley Cup day. Yeah. Maybe losing against the Kings would qualify, like, both years would qualify as hurting a lot. But I don't know, man. To me, Q is like the end of an era. And kind of sealed in the deal of like that dynasty is done. So that was more of a period at the end of the sentence than oh right. minor setback. Uh, high point. I'm saying live high point. Kane scoring in OT against the Preds, game five or game game four to tie the series in 2010. Okay, it's game five, but he didn't score in OT. You're Kane autistic. You, shorthanded. Shorthanded. Yes. Empty okay, net. so you were there. Let's just to delve into that a little more. Were you more excited with the shorthanded game tying goal with 13 seconds left, 14 seconds left, or were you more excited with the Hosa coming out of the penalty box and winning the game in overtime? Probably the Hosa. Build off the rest of the major. Has to be the Hosa. Kane scored on my end of the ice, but okay, I've never experienced. I've been to the UC plenty of times. I've never experienced this when the Hawks were down. Um, I've never seen a stadium just like kind of realize how down in like the gutter everyone was feeling. Like you could tell the Hawks were like, "Fuck, we can't lose this game and be down three one in a series." Or they'd be, they'd be, down, they'd be going down three two. This is game. Yeah, five, yeah. Five, so they'd be down three two. And then, like, the five-minute mark, all the fans started to get back into it. We kind of realized we need a goal, and we need a goal now. And I've never seen, like, the stadium, like, all of a sudden it go from, oh, shit, we actually need to, like, start cheering. That was pretty cool. And, like, the Hosa thing on top, that was perfect. So, Kyle, to disagree with you, this, this is just generally, this is a rule from Typically, I get more excited when they pull the goalie and tie the game up or I get more at least jacked up than I do when they win in overtime. It's just something like a relief that you're 
you know, you were that close to being done with the game and losing. And the other one is kind of even playing. I don't know. For me, that's the most jacked up. I I agree with that at scale. But I think with this one, what was so exciting about hosts is they tie it. And then you realize, okay, we've got like, what you said it was 13 seconds, right? We've got 13 seconds. We're going to get to OT. We still have a penalty to kill in OT. That's true. So going into OT, I was still so on edge. It felt like, it felt like going into OT, we were actually down a goal still. It didn't feel like, okay, now we're going to OT and it's fair game because we still had to kill the penalty. So I think that's why the host one was that much better because he came out of the box and you're like, okay, we're good. He's out of the box. And then he scored that that, that is, shift. So that I think like quick. that one, I would say in all other situations, yeah, pull a goalie and tie a game. Nothing beats it, but come on. That was a movie. That was that was an all-time sports moment, and I'm so glad I saw it live. Like, I saw that ticket somewhere. Unreal game. All right, Kevin. Last part. Best moment regular season during this time. Uh, uh, Kane's thousandth point. That's just recency biased. It was special. Q was in the building. I don't know. That was momentous, so... That's pretty cool. And Kyle, let's move to you. Yeah. All right. Highest moment, lowest moment, best regular season. I'm going to start with the highest because I think this is an obvious answer. I don't think yours was obvious at all, Kevin. So shame on you for the the lowest when you were oh, this obvious. Um, the I mean, 2010 Stanley Cup win. Are you kidding me? Like, is there a better moment than Patrick Kane putting that puck in, him knowing before anyone else? You getting to celebrate twice for a Stanley Cup win for the first time for this dynasty? Like, I I mean, I don't know that it's possible to say there's been a better moment during this era than that first big, big-ass moment for this Dude, team. I'm not going to lie. I think 2010 was, like, the best year of my life. Senior year of high school, we didn't do shit all summer. And, like, let alone celebrating a cup on top of it, that was huge. Yeah. So I can't, I cannot think of beating that moment especially for their era, like those two, because that kicked off what was, you know, an unbelievable actual dynasty. Um, Lowest moment is 2011, Game 7, Canucks, motherfucking Alex Burrows. And I'm going to vent here for a second. Scoring the OT goal. You guys obviously remember this. Hand pass. Hand pass. I've not pass. seen the replay. You have not seen the replay? Can can we do okay. it for all the listeners? Yeah. We're going to watch it. He Okay, let me explain it then. Look. Campoli? Yeah, they did. Fucker. Campoli can't clear it off the, the ice. Campoli can't clear it off the ice after it's just put in the zone for the second time. Banks it off the boards. Burroughs catches it. What Burroughs does next is is the definition of a hand pass. He directs which way he wants the puck to go. So he's along the boards, facing straight at Campoli along the boards. He catches it, angles his body, drops it. He doesn't touch the puck until he shoots it. I've watched this a million times because it aggravates me. Because he doesn't drop it. He sauces it. The next time he touches the puck, the puck is at the hash marks to shoot it. Hand pass. That fucking knuckleball from the top. Hand pass. Yeah. Hand pass. So I, I... I don't know. I mean, we've it's had some tough times. I'm changing my topic. No more lowest moments. Is already. <laughs> <laughs> I hurt so bad. 
at that moment. And I knew after watching it, like I saw what happened. He didn't touch it again. It's a hand pass and like, and it's Alex Burroughs and it's the Canucks and it's game seven. Oh, it hurt. Worse than that feeling. Um, I'm going to break down and cry now. To to Jordan's point though, this is a AA meeting for Blackhawk fans. Yeah. We're changing the podcast once again. Guys, how about that goal by Patrick Kane? 2010. All right, mm-hmm. give me your regular season moment. Dude, I was not ready for that. That's a really hard question. There's so um, many. It's just hard to pick, like, one that's your favorite moment. Um, If you give me, like, half hour, I'm going to come up with some good answers. But I, first thing that came to my mind was, where's those? We can come back to you. How about how about the Hawks winning, like, 7-1 to one against the Penguins and then having the shittiest start to their season ever? But that win felt so good. 10 to 1. I was 10 there. to 1. Was it 10 to yeah. 1? Yeah, Sharpie's first game back. Do you remember how good it felt after that game? It was like, oh, this team's not going to be that great. Then they did that, and you're like, oh, okay, we're good to go. We and back. I'm sorry, guys. We were not back. But yeah. that was fun. That was fun. That was really fun. I really enjoyed that game. Um, I obviously could think of a lot better answers, but I'm going to go with that. Um, All right. Jordan, yeah. I'm going to go with Bring the other home. obvious answer. My favorite year is 2013. Mm-hmm. Something about being the best out of the gate, by far the best in the NHL. And then how often does the best team win it all? That they did. It just felt like they had the pressure. Absolute copper bust. And that Boston team was a juggernaut. And then it looks like we're going seven, two goals in 17 seconds. Victory out of the jaws of defeat. That, that did it for me. And it just capped off from, from the streak to winning the cup in dramatic fashion. I don't know. On on the road again, which somehow I think is cooler than being at home. I think oh, that's cooler too. Foot was on the brakes all season. That was unreal. On the brakes? Oh, on the on the gas. <laughs> we Other like way. to slow it down. Yeah. <laughs> um, lowest moment? Yeah, it's a toss-up between uh, Kings Game 7 and Canucks Game 7. But I'll tell you what, it was the Canucks for me too. Just so. I, it, the loss is so much worse. Because it was the comeback. It was the series comeback. And that, it was the Canucks. The, yeah. Well, that, and then the Tave Shorty with less than two minutes to go to tie it at one. Then, and then the power play. When Sharp had the puck in front of the, the net, he decided to one-time it. Everyone knew he was going to save it if you one-time it. Even Sharp said that. And then he held on to it for a second, and though I thought he may have been able to pick a corner. That was just the worst. Um, regular season moment, I'm going with uh, in memory of Ray Emery. When the streak was, I don't know, six, seven, eight games old, something like that, um, on the road against the Flames, Calgary's out shooting us like 50 to 20. They score a goal to go up 2 1 with less than a minute to go. Osa ties it up with two seconds left, and we went in the shootout. Ramry stops everyone in the shootout, and then Q goes, That was larceny. That was <laughs> it just kept the streak going and then they you know rattled off and well dude or i went to like like five games during that entire streak that was unreal it was the only one i went to was game one of the finals that year triple ot what Aussie. yeah damn you only they only had 24 home games then true all right kyle all right do you pick your regular season I mean, I said that the Penguins win. It's a terrible answer. Oh, yeah, answer. yeah so I forgot. That was a very but I haven't been thinking at all. I've just been listening and reminiscing with you. Dude, I, I went back and forth. I actually have a question about, since we both picked, 
you know, I, I picked the 2010 win, you picked the 2013 win. Take all context aside and just take those two games, knowing that they win a Stanley Cup, which one is more memorable? Like, take away the context that you mentioned of start to finish being the best. Take away the context of 2010 being the first cup in what, 62 years or whatever. Which which one is a more exciting game? So I'm going to put it in a better way. In a seven-game series, who do you think wins? 2010 team or 2013 team? 2013 team. Better goal sending. Kanan Taves and Keith and Seabrook and especially Jarmelson, they're all just better. Man. True. I mean, our, our, our fourth line then was a prime Marcus Cougar, Cougar Dave Boland, in Pro League. See, 2013, they were a way better club. But I love 2010 more, not just because, like, oh, it's the first time this many years. I think that team could come back from any deficit and still find a way to win. I, like, Wasn't they, the 2013 team the comeback kids team, though? They were both the comeback kids, but I... I like the 2010 team more, like as a as a team, if that makes any sense. I do like, too. Yeah, I think as the most talent, Kevin. My my only reason I say 13 is because that talent was more developed three years later. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's of not same. objective either. It's like it, look at the points per games for that season. It's insane. It was. They were just you know, especially Keith and Jarmelson was kind of a mixed bag in 2010, especially in 11 and 12. He was had some move by 2013. Our defense, our blue line in 2013 was unreal. Johnny Oguya. Yeah. We need to appreciate him more. We do. I feel like this is turning into a sad podcast. It is. What the fuck? Maybe it's not sad thoughts, but it's making me feel sad. We have to start looking towards the future, guys. We have to start. What's your your favorite moment that hasn't happened yet? (laughs) It's got to be them winning the cup after everyone, can, even themselves. Even no. even we said we're going to lose a lot of games this season, and then we come out and we win the cup 2021. Minus like in a month when Kane decides he doesn't want to be a father because it's going to take <laughs> dedication to hockey. And he just says, sorry, son, I'm doing it for the Hawks. Let's be and real. He's about to be a better hockey player because he's a dad. He's like, I got I to gotta start training this kid, and he's got to learn from tape. He's got to watch me play. They should make Patrick Kane the third an assistant coach. Or I'm hoping the kid in a couple of years can like talk coherently so he can be the little uh, junior reporter. Yeah, Do you remember Joe, that? Yeah, Joey Junior oh. Reporter. Kane Junior Reporter, yeah. Except now it's just gonna be like asking a bunch of like Swedish guys who can't speak English. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, learning a second language is important. Start at a young age. Not in America. No, no, we've got our priorities figured out. <laughs> All right, we've got another topic. We're getting a little off the rails here. I have a topic. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to read off team names here, but we're gonna each pick our wagon team for the year, our dark horse team, and our workhorse. Why? Well, can you give me some definitions, please? Wagon. <laughs> An absolute wagon, so like... Okay, I got that, that one. All right, Workhorse is middle of the pack. Oh, okay. That, okay, horse, that's the only one I needed. Dark Horse is the Blackhawks. <laughs> All right, each of you guys fire off an answer. So, wagons, we have... Here's our choices. Um, Colorado, Tampa Bay, Vegas, Boston, 
Philly, Toronto, St. Louis, Washington, Carolina, or Pittsburgh? And you got to give your why. Colorado. Odd. It could, every player on that team is a wagon. They're just good. This is their time. The young players aren't that young great. anymore. They added Saad, who's going to be like a third line winger for them. They're going to be. They're going to be good. Yeah, there's no arguing that. Kevin, you, what do you think? Oh, it's Colorado for sure. What if you had to pick something else? Because pick something else. Tampa, because <laughs> it's Tampa Bay. Are no, they it, both going to be in our division now? Yeah, they are both both yeah, Florida clubs. Tampa, yeah. So we're going to get a lot of eyeballs on them. Uh, but, yeah, for for the sake of disagreeing, Tampa all the way. They won the cup. They probably are going to carry some mojo over other than some uh, some cup hangover. But, dude, they're they're crazy from top to bottom. So. And they have been. They've been they're yeah. the last how many years? Too many. Yeah, Too fucking I mean, many. Um, I was going to say Colorado. Because there's, there's no one on... That Colorado stands out on that list more than any other team. Can we talk about you putting Pittsburgh on that list? I didn't make the list first off. Oh, I read about it. Okay. I'm so sorry. I should have clarified. I, I don't think putting Pittsburgh on the list is absurd, first off. I think they're in between Workhorse and Wagon. Because, dude, look at that roster. I mean... I, I agree. They're better than a workhorse, but they're not a wagon. They're so a playoff team. They, Kevin? A they're what? a playoff team. That's not a bucket. There's <laughs> <laughs> three um, buckets. All right, I'm picking the next ones. Okay, workhorse. Each pick one again. Dallas, Edmonton, Nashville, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, Buffalo, Florida, Montreal, Vancouver, or Winnipeg. All right, I'm going off the list. Oh. It's going to be an odd answer. I'm going Toronto Maple Leafs. All the talent in the world, they could be great, but they're just a flawed team who's going to sit solidly like upper middle pack. Just yeah. not a great team due to... But there's no the reason for them not to be a wagon, but they're not going to be a wagon. Guys, that, they're playing all Canadian teams this year. Dude, isn't that where they invented hockey? Those are the best. <laughs> they win the cup like every year, who's, Kevin. They are the best team in Canada, I think. Who's like the second or third team? I mean, I think Edmonton's getting close. That's number two. And who's the third? Like Winnipeg, but they're having down years. I mean, Mon- Listen, it's not your Cal- term, man. Calgary's kind. <laughs> Calgary's kind of rebuilding. I mean, the Habs are the Habs. I think they can walk away with having the like being able to actually get far in the playoffs just because they only have to play Canadian teams. They're just gonna choke in the playoffs. I know, but they're going to choke, make it all the way to the conference finals because that's the way it's set up. So they're you would actually... not play a Canadian a Canadian team would not play an American team until the conference finals. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, I should have done my research. What are the Leafs going to do? Win a playoff series? <laughs> no, apparently. <laughs> okay, dark. Wait, Kevin, you didn't pick one. Workhorse. Um, I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying the Islanders. Hmm. They're just they're just a club full of second and third liners from top to bottom. But holy shit, Barry Trotz knows how to run a defensive system. They're unbearable to watch hockey, but they win games by like a goal. But they win. I don't know, man. They're they're the definition of a workhorse. 
That, that's a good answer. I feel like Dallas. I'm surprised neither of you said Dallas. Dallas like, look at what they just did in these playoffs. They're, before you read off teams, that was my answer. But yeah. Islanders. Like, you're not going to call Dallas a wagon, but they absolutely kind of are a wagon with... They're not a wagon. They're a gritty team, man. Yeah. All right. Dark Horse. Um, Do you guys want a list, or do you guys just want to pick one? No, but tell me if this team is too good to be a Dark Horse. I'll tell you. My my cup pick from our champions, I'm going uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Too good. That's what I... Yeah. Too good. They're not a Dark Horse. The Blackhawks are... All right. San Jose, Columbus, Minnesota, Arizona... Chicago, New Jersey, Anaheim, L.A., Ottawa, Detroit. You know what doesn't fit in that list? Carolina. (laughs) Who is the – if you had to pick up – read the first three teams again. San Jose, Columbus, and Minnesota. Read the fourth team. New Jersey. Um, Chicago, then New Jersey, then Anaheim, then L.A., Ottawa, Detroit. There's an obvious answer. Is there? Yeah, not very good team. Columbus. Elvis is unreal. Seth Jones is a top five defenseman in this league, maybe top three. Dude, they almost beat Tampa Bay in the first round of the uh, first round of the playoffs. They Kevin, looked good. I mean, your logic would fight for most of these teams. Columbus. To make that Columbus argument. is a good club. Like I was actually pumped to watch Columbus games. And I could actually root for him this past uh, postseason. That's I like the not. first time ever. And this is a team without Panarin, without Duchesne, all that shit. And I like them more now than with those guys. I do not think they're a good hockey club. <sighs> You're so wrong. I I think when you think of the aura of the club, that I understand that. Because you no, think of I'm like... Not, no, Yeah, because not, you think of them from doing. like no. 2011. No, <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. I do not think they're... I mean, your logic, it, the Blackhawks, we've got Taves, we've got Kane, we've got Keaton. Look at that squad. Those are some superstars. Well, we have win a cup. An, like, mm, dude, you're so wrong. Go back and watch those games against Tampa Bay. I'm not going to watch Remember this. game one, dude? They had, what, uh, four OTs or something? Three OTs? No, they went like three OTs. It was like was a that, double was game. That game. Was that game no, two? No, it went longer. Yeah, no, and then game game two? two, they went to two OTs. They literally played four games of hockey within two games, and they almost took Tampa Bay to a 2-0 series. They are a good fucking club. Look them up, because you're Dude. about to be pleasantly surprised. I'm not. Jesus. Dude, they they rock shit. I, honestly, if I was lived in Columbus, I would want to be a Columbus Blue Jackets fan versus well, hopping on like the Pens fan shit. That's the way it works. I live in Chicago, so I'm a Blackhawks fan. That was, no, that was the bold statement. Shut up. <laughs> All right, we know very, very clearly who Kevin thinks. Jordan, what do you do think? Do your research. So feisty. If I would say the Blackhawks, if we had a goaltender, totally, which we don't. Yeah. So I'm going to go. Should probably go Columbus. <laughs> Yeah, to, to shorten this discussion, I'm going to say the Clemson Jackets. Kevin made some good points there. Good Lord. I don't even. Kyle just hates when I'm right. There's no right answer, Kevin. That's the point of the game. <laughs> Though I, I will say I think those dark horse teams are a little dark. Like There's like, you know, like four They're... favorites a year. And then I think like that like five through eight 
you know, secondary team who could win it where I think Carolina falls. But, um, yeah, I'd be surprised if any of those teams are more, more than they're They're based on any team that is um, plus 5,000 or higher on odds to win the Cup. So they're, they are dark horses. I mean, there is... Yeah. But I would say the most... I think teams that will be in the playoffs this year that weren't last year, Rangers won, and maybe even Ottawa. I don't know what they're cooking, but... They Who actually they have... Matt Murray, who's mm-hmm. good, not great. Who else? I don't know anything about maybe, this Ottawa team right now. I maybe like ne- maybe next year they're going to be good. <laughs> 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 they got Matt Murray, that's all. We're making future dark horse people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one day... You heard it here first. <laughs> maybe one day the Red Wings can win more than 18 games. Maybe. Just let them play Montreal all season. Yeah. Problem solved. My answer is Chicago because they all suck and I'm going to pick a team I can root for. I think I actually think of that list of teams. Chicago can like can compete and beat most of them. So like I don't think that's a crazy thought. I don't think Chicago is going to win a Stanley Cup nor even compete for it. But I mean Detroit, L.A., Anaheim, New Jersey, Arizona, Minnesota, Columbus, Columbus, San Jose. I think the Hawks. I see what you're saying about the roster. It's just our. I I I don't have faith. Oh, you're so, you're very right about the goaltending situation. It could get real dicey real quick. Um, but yeah, I think I saw on I think I saw on Reddit a couple days ago they're doing an overall like some guy did a point projection based on uh, uh, name some random hockey statistics at me war uh, like just war ratings on players and overall I think he rated like the Blackhawks are predicted to have the fifth worst record in the NHL or something like that. Only to get like fifty-two points, something like that. I don't buy into that stat at all. So we'll just—it's just—I mean, it's they're made-up stats. So it's wins above replacement, but I, I just don't—I don't like it. Do you think I do? I don't think you knew what it was. <laughs> I mean, it's also a baseball stat, so it is. I, I think it works in baseball because you're. You can take one a pitcher's war and it can impact things in a way that matters, but Yeah. It I makes sense one on one. What'd you say, George? No, I just defense is so hard to measure. Not not to join this new baseball podcast. We could. But not talking baseball. How do you feel about the White Sox? Dude, everyone rips that Adam Eaton signing. It's like I seven it, it's I, I don't think it's that bad. The last like four years or six years or something, he's got a seven ninety OPS. He knows how to play right field in this park. Seven million. If you, how much is a work like one win cost today? Um, well over a million, right? I don't or know. Well, or, I, I, probably. I feel like the probably White Sox, more, Honestly, the White Sox are the only ones spending money. I feel like in the entire league. Uh, no, they they make send one guy to one year eight million dollar minimum, like. And they, that trade they made, and the reason they gave so much is because that's a fun start. I had nothing you said. <laughs> we'll be good when he dies. I'll say that. <laughs> you cut out and then came back and said he'll be good when he dies. So we're good there. Let's get out of baseball. <laughs> and I was talking baseball. Let's go. Kevin, take us oh, home. Man. What topic do you have? All right. So I want to play a little game with you guys. Oh, fuck. So... <laughs> 
So I'm going to say a comment off a Reddit of a random Reddit user, and I want you to try to guess which player they are talking about. Okay? This is fun. Let's do Just it. Just open fair game any player ever. Yeah. Any uh, these are current. Comment. So all these are from the last maybe couple months or a year. Oh, boy. So they're active NHL players. But these are comments on them. All Go. right? Go. All right. A gay, a, a, yo, I gotta cut that. <laughs> oh God, a guy worked with, played international juniors with, said player. He said all he would bring on their trips was one change of clothes and a duffel bag full of ungodly amount of gummy worms. Apparently, he would clear out sections of the bus because how bad he smelled. Oh shit! Um, uh, Brent Burns, Joe Castle. Holy shit! Round of applause to Jordan. Unreal. I feel like that was actually so obvious. Gummy worms. Unreal. Ah. Gummy bears or what? Gummy worms. And you know he doesn't wear deodorant because he doesn't get up and have any morning routine. He just gets up and goes. Actually, he doesn't chew the gummy worms. He likes them because he can swallow them whole. What? Like a baby bird? <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> oh god, that was unreal, Jordan. Mad props to that one. All right, I got a couple more. They're on my computer, though. So, um, all right, next player. Comment says, return $3 million of his salary every year. Say that. Returns? Returned? Re- return $3 million of his salary every year. Like to the team? Uh, yeah. James Wisniewski? What did you say? James Wisniewski? Because he got suspended so much, he forfeited so much salary. Wait, no? let me... Let me... No. It sounds like you're saying that's they did good. it like because they're a good team player. But or even though I don't overpaid. think that's how this works. Um, Could be anyone. Just shut up for a second. Um, uh, Kevin Shattenkirk. Uh, this is the buyout uh, thing. Did, did Shatty only earn like a million dollars last year because he was bought out by oh, but he was Rangers and they signed for like a mil? But he's still getting he's still getting paid a lot by the Rangers. I, I guess is. that's the question. I don't even know where to go with this. Jamie Ben, I have no idea. No, Mitch uh, Marner. Wait, what? give I some don't... context to that. What? Yeah. Mitch Marner. People are just shitting on him for his huge contract. So he eleven gave million the money back to the team. Yeah, no, the, he's basically shitting on him. Like he should pay the team back three million dollars every year. He should or he does. He should. You said he did. It's an internet comment. Return three million of his salary every year. I thought you said he did return money. Oh, so I was like, okay. I took that way too literally. Me okay. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is Reddit comments, guys. Jesus Fucking Christ. Mitchie. All right. Next comment. Either way, guys are free. Has been in the bubble this whole time, waiting, scheming? Question mark. <laughs> He's a scheming can you, guy. Can you read that one more time? Either way, the guy's a freak. He's been in the bubble the whole time waiting, scheming, question mark. Oh, who's uh, who's the coach of the uh, – Bill <laughs> Belichick? Is it a coach? Uh, one no, of- player. No. Kadobin. No. <laughs> I don't know. I can't – I've got to pick a foreign player. Now. Yeah, this is uh... – <laughs> Well, you think all these Europeans and Swedes are scheming? 
Well, probably There's, the Russians more so, but yeah, I do. I mean, I thought the Radulov answer was pretty solid. It was smart. Uh, I don't know. Let's go Sergachev, another Russian. No. Um, Sadly, not a Russian. I'll say that. Uh, give us the team. Yeah, Unless I like that idea. Give us the team. All right. Tampa Bay. Uh, oh, Stamkos. Yeah. He was just waiting to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scores the goal and walks off the ice, wins a cup. All right, last one. Anyone else just want to run over there and give the guy a hug? Give us yeah, a clue. Team again? Yeah. Um, I want to say it's a goalie. I do too. I'll say he lost. He lost in the playoffs this year. Oh, Jamie Benn in the locker room. Absolutely. God damn, Jordan, and, you're killing it. That picture is so sad, though. I do. So sad. I do. Yeah. Sometimes you know. Sometimes you just need a good hug. Dude, I feel like if I hugged him, I would start crying with him. <laughs> I feel you like feel- if you tried to hug him at that point, he would beat the shit out of whoever. <laughs> like, good thing they don't let families in the bubble, right? Uh oh. <laughs> oh man. But no, that that picture is very depressing. It that is. Was. It's not great. Kevin, how about you describe the picture to our to our listeners? Um, if I mean, you ever have pictures laying around your house of like your dead dog? It's that sad. We're just like, it's a picture of Jamie Ben in the locker room. Last one there hasn't even taken the skates off yet. Oh, you want me to actually describe the, the photo? Yeah, that's what he said. I believe the 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 description was that it was like at least an hour after everyone left, like still there. Oh. Yeah, he's alone, like still in uniform, had, like hasn't taken tape off. Yeah, all the jerseys are piled up too, so you know everyone's gone. No reporters, no nothing, just him. Cleaning staff just waiting for him to go home so they can finally go home and leave the bubble. But no, like I have a fucking yeah, family, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I'd make them dinner, and he's like, right maybe now. Herb Brooks did and like went out there and kept skating. He shouted again at himself. Again, that's Captain Material. That is. <laughs> who, <Captain Material>. <laughs> <laughs> who are you, <laughs> Jamie Ben? <laughs> who do you that's... play for? Not only is the it... cleaning staff waiting, the Zamboni guy was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> Shut the lights off. Team, Tim Tebow does that to his junior team every day, <laughs> hoping to recreate miracle. <laughs> we get it. We get it, Tim. You're a leader. <laughs> now let us go home. What is my name? What is your name? Who do you play for? And then they try and Tebow, but they slide all over the place. They what? Oh, trying to Tebow. Remember oh, that? okay. I forgot. Yeah, that's that's an older old reference. Sorry, I'm not that old, Jordan. Yes, you are. I think I'm older than you, but you're not. Oh, I'm not. Cool. Sweet. You old fart. Boys, before we wrap it up. Are you ready for hockey? Dude. I am. I didn't think it was going to happen. I did not think it was going to happen. I was... Yeah. The fact that it just got taken off the table, because all I kept thinking is, oh, the financials, like, this, they're never going to find a middle ground because there's no middle ground to be found. It's just not going to happen. So... It snowballed it into table. getting worse. And then all of a sudden, it was, like, fixed. Yeah. It's going to be good. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch Toronto run train on 
Canada, and I'm excited to watch Columbus shit the bed. They're not. Dude, They're a good club. It's going to suck for, like, yeah. Montreal going out to Vancouver and Edmonton. Not long flights with a lot of time zone changes, man. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. Not for them. I wonder if they're going to push more games back. Because if you're going to play that many games on, like, the West Coast, let alone if you're playing on the East Coast, like, you can't have every hockey game starting at 3 in the afternoon. Yes, you can. Work from home life, that's all I want. Well, like the some Masters, of us don't have that magic pleasure. Dude, speaking of daytime sports, turning this to a baseball podcast again. Yes. Last time I got to watch White Sox playoff baseball, it was 2008. This year, they have all three games start at like 1 p.m. That was I a joke. Missed every one. I was a so joke. Dude, give me one at night. Like, I, I get they don't want to have games going concurrently, but that's so stupid when you have this many playoff teams. I mean, it, give them one night game at least. You're so right. It was very disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, you could have two night games going at the same time. It's anyways. So that's, that's the end of Jordan's baseball minute. <laughs> Hey, we can do this every time. A little segment. Just pop it in. Right, like right whenever. We'll be like, hey, Jordan, I, what's your dark horse? And be like, Jordan's baseball minute. Let's go. And just <laughs> give us a little baseball. I like Salty Jordan, too. Salty Jordan brings out some other elements. What else makes you upset? Tell us be- your feelings. Yeah. Uh, the Chicago Bears. No, that's it. This, this was fun. Um, getting us thinking about hockey again. It was an exciting week for the NHL. I really didn't think we'd get to see uh, hockey uh, next year at all, but we're going to get 56 games. It'll be another short season. Personally, I think the 82-game season drags on a little bit. It's a few games too many long. I love 2013 when there's 48 games almost every other day consistently. Makes for a fun season, great flow, a lot of games. I'm excited. Everything you just said there was too smart. Yeah, Tone it down, man. And it was very, very on point with, I could agree to all that. But yes, all that's great. It's good also to see your face for the first time in a month. So, was you looking good, buddy? Thank you. I know. I'm trying. I shave my beard like an idiot, but I'm growing it back. It's it's getting there, man. It's getting there. Kyle, maybe next year. We'll see. Maybe next year, what? Oh, about the beard. Oh, maybe next. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll give it a shot, but I'll just start to look like an eighth grader. But we can we can try, we can try. All right, all right. Till next time, maybe we'll have all the details hammered out about the NHL season by then. All right, sounds good, boys. Till next time.